Hey, everybody, it's Graham and it's Friday, which means today we get to bring you another trending clip. This week, Ladanian Tomlinson. This trending clip comes from our TikTok. Hope you enjoy. I want to touch on some notable moments from your career and just name the moment and get you to kind of recall what you remember. Uh, the time in high school as a freshman where you're put in a one-on-one -on -one drill against the star senior linebacker. Yeah, you know, it, it was a, um, I think it was a defining moment, you know, a confidence booster, if you will. You know, because, uh, I mean, I, you know, I heard people talk about, man, this kid, you know, is really talented. And, I, you know, the coach at the time was trying to put me on varsity. I'm like, I'm a freshman. You know, I don't want to play varsity. I want to play with my, my classmates that I came into high school with. No, you're good enough to play varsity. Really? I am? And so I guess the whole time I'm thinking, why am I up here on varsity? Why? You know, and during that drill was, I guess, when I said, okay, maybe that's the reason. Because this guy was the starting linebacker. He was all district. And coach put me up against him. He said, you guys go head to head. And I ran him over. I totally ran him over. And, and I guess it was a point where, like, I might be pretty good. How about the time uh, your friends in college set the clock ahead by 35 minutes? You know, we always played jokes on each other, you know. And, and that was one of the times where, you know, they got me on, on a joke, you know. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, we always, uh, you know, what's funny about that is, um, the reason why they did it, they didn't tell you, is the the two days before that, I I was late, you know, to our meetings. Oh, you were, and then the coach, apparently that's the one thing that does not oh, go yeah. over with oh, that Oh, yeah, coach. being late, you know, is one thing. And so for some reason, I never oversleep, you know, for some reason. The first day, you know, I, I forgot to set my alarm, and I woke up late, and I was like, man, coach going to kill me. I walked into the meeting. They already been watching film. You know, got chewed out. Coach, it won't happen again. Very next day, <laughs> I could not believe it. Same thing. I, I mean, there was no explanation. I couldn't say nothing. Coach, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Make me run. I don't know how. I overslept again, you know, and so I get chewed out again. So the next day, I don't know if the coaches had something to do with it or them guys just say, you know what, we're going to play a joke on him set the clock early so we know he won't be late. And that's what they did. They set, they set the clock early. It was a joke, but at least I was on time. June 2000, you're in the NFL, and your Chargers beat the Dallas Cowboys and your boyhood idol, Emmett Smith. Yeah, rookie year. That was a, it was a special moment. It was, it was a very emotional moment for me, and here's why. Uh, coming back home as a rookie, Cowboys were my childhood team, you know, my family. We, every Sunday, we would, you know, watch the games on TV. That was part of the family ritual. Go to church, come home, you, you surround the TV, watching TV and, and, and eating. And so I had already always dreamed about, you know, being in the National Football League. And I think that day it, it hit me that I was, I was here. And I remember, you know, I had my family in the stands. I was coming back home, and I remember as a kid, you know, going to a game, going to a Cowboy game, you know, and 
I got to the stadium and I just couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe that I was here, I was there. It was almost a surreal moment that I was playing in the NFL, you know, and my, my dream had come true. Uh, uh, you know, my childhood dream had come true. And so right as I'm getting ready to, to walk out or be announced, run out the tunnel, you know, I could see my mom and my dad and stuff, and I just started crying. You know, I, I started, I just, I was so overwhelmed that, you know, cause it was like, you know, I, I made it, you know, I made it here, you know, in front of my, my mom, my dad, you know, my family, you know, and we won the game. So it was, oh, it was extra special. I remember it like it was yesterday. It, it still makes you a little emotional oh, now. Oh yeah, it does, you know, because it, you know, my father's passed now. And mm -hmm. so that's one of the memories that I have of him, you know, and now that he's passed, so it's, it's emotional. What, what was it about that game though? Um, well, I think the fact that a, a guy, Emma Smith, that I had looked up to and, and gave me plenty of, of pointers of how to be a successful running back and NFL player, the fact that, you know, he was on the opposite sideline as well. And, I mean, it was a surreal moment. It really was. Now, uh, rewinding a little bit back to my childhood when I, I first encounter Emma Smith was I was in junior high and I ended up going to uh, you know a football camp one of his football camps and that moment kind of changed my life in terms of you know the belief that hey maybe one day I can I can do it maybe if I work hard enough if I sacrifice you know I can be an NFL running back as well you know because coming from Waco I mean I never known anybody who made it to the NFL or NBA or no no professional athletes, celebrities, movie stars, anything. And so all them people seemed like just, you know, that like they was these, uh, you know, some special figures, you know, Hollywood celebrities type people on TV. Right. And they wasn't really r real. Right. But going to the M. Smith football camp and having a chance to, to talk to him and, and then when he, you know, he jumped in the running back line, I was, doing drills with the running backs. He comes over, he jumps in the line and starts doing drills with us. And that drill we were doing, we were handing off the football, like someone handed it off to you, and you turn and hand it off to them, and then the line just keeps going, and you keep doing it. Well, Emmett jumped in the line perfectly. I mean, it, it was over 20-some kids in that line. He jumps into the line and happened to be handing the ball off to me. How, I mean, you know, all the other kids that he could have been handing the ball off to me, he happened to be handing it off to me. And I, I remember kids trying to jump in front of me, and I'm like, no, no, no way, man. I'm getting all the handoffs from Emmett. You know, and so just that encounter, and then later on that day, I remember being back in the dorms, and it's the end of the day, and I'm going upstairs to get ready to eat dinner. And as I'm going up the stairs, Emmett is coming down. He almost knocks me over. You know, at the perfect time, I mean, surreal type stuff. He's walking down and I turn the corner and, and, and I'm like this, oh, hey, Emmett, as a kid, I'm 12 years old. You know, he's like, hey, little buddy, you okay? Okay, all right, go to dinner. And he was leaving. And so to fast forward this, this you know, what, nine years now? Fast forward nine years now, I'm on the same field, you know, remembering the stuff that happened in junior high and I'm here Dallas Cowboys Stadium as a rookie with my family in the stands. It, it just, 
I don't know, it was just a surreal moment. Was it equally as special for your parents? Oh yeah, yeah, because I think, you know, my parents realized, and particularly my mom, the sacrifice she, she had to make just to, you know, uh, you know, so I can go to that camp, you know, just saving a little money, you know, out of every paycheck so I can go to that camp. You know, sacrificing, you know, sometimes taking, you know, me and my brother to a, a Dallas Cowboy game, you know, being able to, to drive up from Waco to go to Dallas to the game. You know, things like that, I think she realized that, you know what, it all paid off. The things that I sacrificed for him to go to camps and to have a chance to go to an NFL game, it's paid off. Your record-setting 31 touchdown season, best experience from that year would be what? Uh, best experience was when it happened. Um, at the moment when, when it was about to happen, just the look in my offense alignment's eyes, just saying, hey, let, you know, let's go get it. This is the run right here. We're gonna do it. And the anticipation from everybody in the stands, you know, the crowd was going crazy. The owner and, and AJ Smith and all them guys were on the field. And when I go back and look at it, you know, as I took the handoff, it was kind of like everybody stopped for a second. And it was like this, is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it, you know? And once I crossed that goal line, I mean, the stadium erupted, you know, you see it, you know, the owner and everybody jumped up down, you know, uh, shaking hands and, and hugging each other. And then I, I look up in, in my family box and I see them going crazy, hugging each other. You know, it was a special moment. And then my teammates, you know, they all came and, and, and lift me up. And, you know, that was the most special moment because everybody knew that, you know, we were getting close and, you know, it was about to happen. But, you know, to do it at home in front of your family, in front of your home crowd, in front of everybody that had a chance to see that run and break that record, that's the most special moment, you know, when it happened. One quick thing before you leave, please consider giving the podcast a rating and review. Those go a really long way in helping us reach new listeners. 